Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, we've got Michael Bishop, CTO and co-founder at Alpha Vertex in the studio with us. Welcome, Michael. How are you doing today? I am doing quite well. It's very nice to be here. This is the first time we've had Alpha Vertex on the show, so why don't you go ahead and introduce the company and tell us about your role at the company as well. Sure. Alpha Vertex is a machine learning-based time series prediction company serving the institutional finance, hedge fund, and corporate treasury markets. We specialize in predicting asset returns across a large universe of equities, commodities, FX rates, things like that. Some of the primary use cases for our technology are alpha generation for kind of our hedge fund and asset management clients, risk management, portfolio replication, portfolio analytics, things of that nature. And I am the CTO and co-founder of the company. So I do everything, including janitorial. (laughs) That's fantastic. You know, I started my career as a stockbroker and then moved over into tech. When I read about Alpha Vertex and and preparing for this interview, it gave me a little bit of a feeling of, ooh, the machines are going to take over all of that great thought into what to invest. But it sounds like you've got some specific things that you're trying to do with machine learning. So let's break that down and talk about how this aids financial service industry experts in terms of what they're trying to deliver to their clients. Why the focus on institutional investing and where do you see the application for machine learning in the near term? So the financial services industry at the moment is kind of going through a renaissance. They're really embracing uh, machine learning, artificial intelligence. We've been a little bit ahead of the curve here. My co-founder has been in the field for 20 years or so. He saw kind of in institutional finance that this had not been embraced. Uh, That's changing a bit. When we started this, the idea was to bring some of this technology into these banks So first off, we're not playing kind of in the high frequency space. There you're valuing speed over really deep analysis. High frequency for us would be five days out, for instance. We're much more interested in five days, 15 days, a month, three months, six months, things like that. The world of institutional finance, while they are very tech savvy, they tend to be fairly risk averse. And that's partially due to the culture. That's partially due to the regulatory environment in which they have to operate. And so they've been a bit slow to adopt machine learning technologies. So you've got an opportunity to deliver new capabilities to financial professionals. What is Alpha Vertex doing in terms of new ways to look at data and how are you utilizing machine learning to do that? Our approach is differentiated from a traditional approach where you're only looking at structured data, market data, things of that nature. Our approach combines the very traditional approach of taking in econometric data and market data, as I mentioned, along with event data, news data, SEC filing data. Kind of at the core of the company, we've built an autonomously growing knowledge graph. So on a day-to-day basis, we may take in a million, two million pieces of new information. We deconstruct that. We may get a piece of information that says, you know, one company is suing another company. We then will kind of consult the knowledge graph. We can see if we know that. If we don't, we can add it into the graph. The goal there is to reduce all this information down into numerical data that can then be modeled, and then we can provide a prediction on an asset return. 
later. So it's taking what's been done traditionally and really scaling that up and putting it on steroids. It's a continuation of the way probably a really good research analyst may approach a problem. I think is probably the best corollary. Now let's break down the solutions that you're delivering. You have Precob, Rob Auto, and SentryWatch. Tell me about these respective solutions and what unique capabilities they deliver. Sure. So Precog, you know, is a play on precognition or minority report, I suppose. Uh, so Precog is the predictive models. So there, on a daily basis, we are predicting five days out, 10 days out, 15 days out, the expected return for most of the tradable universe globally, along with a series of commodities, FX rates, interest rates, pretty much anything and everything you can imagine. Rob is a bit of a side project, but the goal of Rob is to provide a natural language query interface into this kind of broad set of analytic capabilities. Uh, we discovered, you know, we've got a lot of analytics in the back. It becomes quite difficult to interrogate them sometimes. And so being engineers, we decided it would be, instead of building screens, it would just be easier to build a natural language interface into the back end. And then CenturyWatch is able to take in unstructured data, decompose it, provide context, semantic relations. If it's an article that has companies in it, it will resolve it to tickers and, and things of that nature. So we use CenturyWatch to assist in the population of our internal knowledge graph. And we had built that because there was nothing commercially available that fully satisfied our needs there. And then we realized, well, this is probably also something that other people who may be constructing a knowledge graph would find useful as well. So we decided to commercialize that. I'm glad that you brought up the precogs because I was thinking about that. Instead of a bunch of people laying in a pool telling folks what's coming next, you actually have a bunch of Xeon SP-powered servers running in the Google Cloud doing this. Maybe not as dramatic, but um, tell me a little <laughs> bit about how you drove the performance required for this type of machine learning algorithm within that Google Cloud instance and what you found in terms of the delivery of that capability. Sure. So we've been from very early on big Kubernetes users. Kubernetes has kind of been very core to our success. I don't know that we could even be a company if it weren't for Kubernetes without a lot more expense. Kubernetes on Intel has been fantastic for us, particularly the scalable processors, uh, the Skylake processors. And it's not, you know, one machine or two machines. When we're doing model training, we're talking hundreds, maybe a thousand, two thousand machines running the training for these models. Just in upgrading to Skylake, we saw right off the top, without any optimizations, a 20% haircut in the time it took us to run the models we had been training. Right off the bat, that gives us the ability to train more complex models to create more sophisticated models. Now, after optimizing around the processor, we've achieved even more throughput and even less time in training and inference performance. So now I believe we're right around 32% haircut off of the previous generation processor. So it's been significant for us. And along the way, we've saved quite a bit of money. Almost linearly, we've saved, say, 25% off of our burn while being able to trade more and quicker. And I know that you recently have expanded your business. You've been successful with the services that you're delivering. You needed to deliver to a 5x growth, which is a dubious challenge from a standpoint of scaling your IT infrastructure. How were you able to do that? Again, Kubernetes is so core to our ability to scale 
when we've got a scale scaling from one machine to a thousand machines or ten, it, it almost doesn't matter. The cluster scales itself. We're big users of BigQuery to host the data layer. Google Cloud Storage has been fantastic. And then, of course, you know, Intel processors have been amazing for us throughout. Where do you see the next turn of the crank in terms of the types of capabilities you'd like to be able to deliver to your clients? So I think the continued onboarding of unstructured data is going to be key, critical, and will really thin the herd. I think you will see haves and have-nots in this area. I don't think you're going to be able to be considered kind of an informed trader, an informed participant in the market if you're unable to onboard this capability, this general machine learning capability, and in particular, the ability to go beyond what you think of as quantitative finance and numerical analysis, but to make sense of the vast amount of unstructured data that exists. Without that kind of capability, you're going to be, to a degree, at a, a significant disadvantage to other participants in the market that do have that capability. It's been a pleasure talking to you about your engagement with delivering new capabilities in terms of Alpha Vertex. One final question for you. I'm sure folks are going to want to learn more about what you guys are doing. It's, it's a really interesting use case. Where would you send them to find out more about your company and learn about how they can engage with folks at Alpha Veritex to take advantage of these solutions? Sure. You can go to our website, www.alphavertex.ai. Fantastic. We'd love to have you back on the show. That sounds great. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.